You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is brought to you by The Makery, the podcast network for makers. All right, welcome back to The Handmade Podcast, episode 31. Here with Paul Pinto Jr., Derek from Malden Sr., and Chris Epp <laughs> from Make Everything. <laughs> uh, how are you guys doing this week? I thought we were going to get a snow day today, all the snow we have outside. It's so exciting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So exciting. All right. How excited are you to snow blow tonight? Well, it's so funny. How unexcited are you? Do you have snow where you are? Yes, I do. But all my snow machines are currently running. All eight oh, of wow. Them? How many do all you have? All eight of them are currently running. No. Wait. So so I have. So, so I can, I can kick this off. I learned a really valuable lesson um, about the snow machine. So, uh, and and Paul, I probably have one that I mean, if you were, if you wanted, you could just come and take it. Kind of need one. Um, take two. Take two. Take yeah. two. Fuck it. Um, so, so I spent last Sunday working on my snowblower. All two snowblowers all day, all day. Fought with them. Fought with them. Fought with them. And uh, I don't know if I mentioned the 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 gasoline thing I was say last take week. Gas. No. So, all right. I, I always, you know, I put a little bit of fuel in them because I'm like, I don't want to have to empty the tank, whatever. And they would run and then they would stall. Run and they'd run for a minute, then they'd stall. And Lucas, man-made in MA, is a small engine mechanic, you know, kind of part-time at his job. He's like, dude, how much gas do you have in there? I'm like, enough, it's gas. Like, you put some in the gas tank and it runs. It gets what it wants. There was, I, I wasn't putting enough fuel in the tank and it was creating like a siphon effect where there would be a small blip where no gas would get into the carb. So both machines I screwed around with all day. Finally, I dumped a whole the whole gallon cheap of gas. Bastard. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even about being cheap. It was just like, fill, have you ever, Derek? You ever work on something? You ever work on something? Yeah. You ever work on something space. and then have to empty a whole gas can? And oh, why? Because you're working on it. And yeah, you, and then oh. like. So, like, I, I've done motorcycles where you'll fill the gas tank, and then you'll be working on it, and then you'll have to empty the gas tank, and then fill it again. And the next thing you know, you've wasted all your fuel. Uh, anyway, the, one of the main problems I was having was I didn't have enough fuel in the tank. Oh I wound God. up filling both of them up, and they both are running completely perfect. 
And yeah, I'm not that upset about having to do my uh, driveway now. Well, well, it's funny you mention that because I I try to use that True Fuel, and oh, you know, that's always sold out. Yeah, it's expensive, but I mean I have a big driveway, but it's not like I go through three tanks of gas doing it, so it's not bad to buy. But anyways, I was gonna see if I needed some gas yesterday. I open up the cover and I look in, and the fill thing isn't on the bottom of the tank. The um like where the carburetor sucks the gas in. Okay. So I'm like saying, if I'm down to like a, whatever, an eighth of a tank or something like that, it's going to be out of gas. Yeah. But if I look in there, there's going to be plenty of gas, like a, a half oh, inch that's of annoying. gas in there. And I get it. They have a filter in there so it doesn't suck the shit off the bottom. Mm. But it's like put an inline filter and let it suck all the gas out. You know what I yeah. mean? Because that's going to be more annoying having it, you know, run out of gas with still gas in it, you know? But um, I'm looking forward to it, too, because I'll be honest, I used um, the snowblower, and I, I can't remember when we talked last, but I was pissed because it did a horrible job. It wouldn't work. The oh, really? The new was, one? Yeah. Yeah. The problem was I found out after the fact the share pin had broke, and uh. I don't know if it was broke all along, <laughs> but we had, like, really, really wet snow, Yeah. and so it wasn't throwing it, and um, I told you about my little hack I... Uh, I hmm. riveted the rubber to the impeller on my old one, so it would work great with slush. So I was like, this thing's a piece of shit. I was so pissed. I was going to go to my neighbor, take my old one, and give him the new one and say, yeah, I want my <laughs> old one back. But um, but I think that's what it was. The, um, the shear pin had broken, and I wasn't aware of it. I don't think I broke it. I, I might have. I, I didn't hit anything. There's nothing to hit. But who knows? Maybe something was under the snow that caught it, and it broke. So... I am looking forward. We got, you know, last time they said we we're getting 18 inches. We got like three. We probably mm. have like eight inches out there now, so it'll be a good little test to see how it works. Yeah, I broke the shear pin uh, on last weekend, last uh, Monday when I was doing my yard, and of course, of course, I didn't have one. Um, oh, and then I went. I have probably 20. So I didn't have any. So now I'm putting finishing nails. I put finish nails in there, <laughs> bent them over. Those work for a little while. Yeah. And then um, then eventually I found like a big railroad spike. So I, it's weird. It's a it's a 30-inch. It's a 30 or a 32-inch snowblower, but the shear pins are uh, quarter-inch shear pins instead of the yeah. kind of bigger ones. What are they made so out I had, of? Steel? Or they're brass? Made out of, they're, or? they're grade 2 steel, and they're yeah. scored so that oh. when the auger gets jammed, they snap. Oh, um, like a T-shirt yeah, and um, you know every every I, I would say fifty percent, if not more, of the snowblowers out there have like a coat hanger in there, like yeah. a nail. Because if you put a regular bolt, you can blow the transmission. Yeah, because it won't break, um, but, right? Yeah, but so so I put everything I could find in there. I mean, you know, in the snow, soaking wet, <laughs> trying to get. Yeah, so <laughs> then fits. I finally like the the day the Tuesday after the snowstorm, I go to the hardware store to buy shear pins. I'm assuming, you know, I need, like, the big ones, right, because it's a big-ass snowblower. Yeah. I didn't even look at it. Not even close. So then today in the shop, I grabbed some quarter-inch bolts, and I uh, ground just like in the, on the lathe. I just ground some little grooves in them, and I have, like, six of those. So hopefully uh, tonight when I'm snowblowing, they, uh, they don't blow the machine apart. I don't know. The snow's pretty light today here. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I tell you, it will um – if you do use a regular bolt, it will ruin the transmission because I did that. Yeah. And um, just, uh, it was just stupid. I had just gotten it. And so this was, you know, I, I bought it when I bought this house uh, 25 years ago. I was, you know, still dumb, but I was dumber back then. 
And I didn't know. I was like, screw it. I'm just putting a regular bolt in it. And I did. And it blew apart the transmission. And for years it sat because it was going to be like $700 to fix it. And that's how I acquired Might as well get a whole sec- new one. Two of them. Yeah, well, I paid like 1300 for it. It was, yeah, a, it was like a big half. one. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I ended up getting another one used, and I just used that and kept this one. Mm-hmm. And then about 10 years ago, maybe like eight years ago, whatever it was, a buddy of mine, he fixes snowblows, and he's like, dude, it's easy enough to fix. I'll get you the parts. So he got me all the parts, and you know, it was like 180 bucks, and I ended up fixing it myself. And it was a good like lesson because... I had to, you know, have to break the machine in half and, you know, take the mm-hmm. whole thing apart to change it. And I knew everything about that machine. Like, I knew how it worked. Like, I had no idea how it worked before. Yeah. And um, it just, it was nice to know because then when I did have a couple issues with it, I was like, oh, it's just got to be this because it does this. Like, it wouldn't go forward one time and it was just, you know, it needed to be adjusted because of yeah. the... Um, the pressure, the pressure plate. Pressure plate, yeah, yep. yeah, like that type of shit, you know. Yeah. So it was good to know. That's why I'm a little nervous. This new one, it has like a weird uh, transmission. So the tires both turn forward, but if you turn the machine, they will, like, they stop turning together like mm-hmm. something happens to it. So it's not powered. Only one will stay powered. I don't know how it does it, how it knows hmm. it. But it's I wonder if there's like turn. a clutch or something in yeah. there that notices. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm thinking, but... I'm like, you know what? I'm getting to be the age where I'll call like Lucas and say, "Lucas, I got a job for you." you know? I know, right? I know. That's that's like it's it's funny because, you know, what did I last week? I think I said like, as soon as this winter's over, I'm buying all new machines uh-huh. because I just or I'm gonna buy at least one nice new machine. Uh-huh. But it's like, so now, of course, the two machines I have. Both of them have a bad uh, seal around the bottom of the carburetor, and I ordered new seals. I could actually see a little bit of fuel bubbling out, so there's, like, possibility for an air leak there. But now that they both work, I'm like, you know, they're both kind of shitty. So, like, if I sell one, if, I let's say, like, the spring comes and I sell them both, somebody's going to just inherit all my problems. I'm going to feel like a dick, you know, like, uh-huh. selling these snowblowers yeah. that somebody's going to, like, tell you know. Them. They're You're like, listen, they need a little bit of yeah. work. Or it's like, you know, do I just keep... The one that I have, which literally I, I probably ran it on on Monday for two hours straight. It was mm. just cranking. It was, like, working uh-huh. so good. But, you know, I don't know. I've never changed the oil in any of them. Lucas is like – Lucas tells oh me I'm out God. of my mind. He's He's got people that come in twice a season changing their oil. He does a whole oh, wow. service, you know, cleans them up, makes them perfect. I'm like, dude, never change the oil in any of them. They all just run. I said I'm waiting for a connecting <laughs> rod to just come shooting out of the side. <laughs> I'm going to hear a noise, and it's going to be like – it's going to, like, go through the, like, window of my truck. I'm going to be, like, snow blowing next to the van, and a freaking piston ring is going to blow out, and the, the, the rod's going to hit my vehicle. The one I gave uh, my neighbor, honestly, I don't think I probably did change oil on that thing at least once, but it definitely has the original spark plug because I could never get it out oh. of it. It was like recessed in there, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know how that works, but every spark plug plug thing I've ever had has never fit a spark plug I've ever needed to take. <laughs> so I don't know which ones they go to. But I've never been able to get the spark plug. I've tried, like, needle-nose plies. One time I'm like, I'm going to break this thing, and it works fine. Like, just Mm -hmm. leave it. Yeah, why touch it? Exactly. That's like Lucas was giving me tips last week, and he was like, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that. I'm like, I'm not doing any of that. I'm like, I just need to – the thing just has to work for, like, one day. But it's funny. I I used to buy and sell a lot of those, like, little 50cc mopeds, and I never had the right spark plug 
socket with me because you'd yeah. go to these like little motors and I would always check the heads before I'd buy them. And then one day I went to AutoZone and I'm like, hey, I need the, the spark plug socket. He's like, which one? I was like, all of them. I was yeah. like, every different one you have. There's like four different yeah. ones, yeah. different lengths. And I'm like, I want one of each. Um, and I put them in a little toolbox and I was like, I'm never not having this with me because <laughs> yeah, whatever I need, I don't have. So annoying. Yeah. So, that. so annoying. So anyway, enough about snowblowers. You guys get any cool new tools this week? Derek, what'd you get this I did. week? I did. It's funny. So my new cool tool, somebody sent me a message. They like, I didn't know that was your thing. It's okay, but I'm like, geez, I got a sewing machine. Oh, God. <laughs> and it was like, I didn't know. It's funny because. He's the same person that thinks, like, what, only women are allowed to sew and they also yeah. can't vote? Oh, is yeah, that what yeah, he was yeah, saying? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just funny because it, it's, I commented on this a long time ago. There's a guy I, I talk to once in a while on Instagram. He's on YouTube, guy Alexander Daya. Mm-hmm. And I've mentioned him a couple times on my stories before, a couple like a year ago. He like he to me he made so and so cool, you know. Jimmy too. Jimmy does a lot of cool stuff, and it's funny because talking to him, he's inspired by a lot of Jimmy stuff. But like this guy just does some really really neat projects. Like he takes these old um, canvas, um, like basically tops, like people the guys would get in the Navy back mm-hmm. in World War Two. And they're like filthy, rotten, dirty, like just from being, you know, you know, however many years old, 80 years old. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And um, he'll make like handbags out of them and stuff and he doesn't clean them. And they're just so cool looking. You know, he he does some amazing stuff, but I don't know what he does for his man gig. But he like I think he buys and sells sewing machines or either that or he's like you and he has a million sewing machines. But he gets like these crazy. He's just sick. He yeah, just has yeah. like a. <laughs> yeah, he gets these. He just crazy needs help. Sewing machines and like he'll showcase them to talk about them and uh, show you like different features and stuff like that. But the one I got it was a um, real heavy duty cylinder arm, and if you don't know what that does, it's, it allows you to like reach into like bags and you know you can basically slip things over the arm of the oh. sewing machine. So. Reach and around. It, yeah, it gives you the old reach around. And it basically will sew this one up to like an inch of leather. So it's just wow. real strong. Yeah. Yeah, it's real now, strong and it's just, uh, it's unbelievable. Is it slow? Because I know like well, I had a heavy duty sewing machine, right? And I, I sold it and I literally told the lady. I was like, yourself. the lady was like, oh yeah. I was like, do you know how to use these? She was like, yeah, a little bit. I said, all right, I'm just going to tell you now. Like gonna this die. thing. It scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I literally wound up putting a, a wooden block in the foot pedal so I could only push it down like an eighth of an inch. Because, yes. Paul, dude, this thing would be so fast. You blink and you'd be through two feet of oh material. Yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah. it's made to be fast so that you For can sew a pair of pants. Probably, right? yeah. yeah. Like, you know, yeah. you can't spend all day making like a shirt, but yeah. uh-uh. not so, for a normal human. So a lot of those industrial sewing machines, like just like you said, they're from factories and it's like fast is better. So it's just like pedal to the metal and it goes for a million miles an hour. So what I did with mine, I buy servo motors for them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize this. Somebody was just saying online, there's DC servo motors are better. I don't know what the difference is. I think they don't have a brake in them. Mm-hmm. So they're a little bit easier to maneuver when you're like just manually stitching. But if you take the old ones out with the clutches, it, those things, they're just so loud to begin with. And um, because the, the motor's constantly going. And then when you touch the pedal, it just takes off, you know. But um, I, with the, so with, I changed to the servo motor and I was still having issues. 
but with the servo you can adjust it from like 800 to 3600 so I had it as low as it'll go and it was still out of control and I was talking to him <laughs> and he was saying that's the problem he goes you need to turn the speed up so when you're on low it's just a small percentage of mm. that big number it has a bigger range you know because yeah you know like one is 10 percent as opposed to whatever so i did that and this one literally you can press it down all the way and it will go just like the industrial fast as it can go or um you know just you could literally have it go one stitch like a second like ding that's nice yeah, yeah and it's unbelievable just to do that so I that's what i've always wanted that slow yeah. like one yeah. stitch at uh, a time yeah, yeah. that's what's yeah. nice about the shitty hand crank one yes. is that it's very controlled i mean like yeah. it's it's not it's as fast as you can turn it i put a motor on mine but like it's that's the probably the best part of that machine is that you can just just get your stitches in one at a time and you're not yeah. going to be like oh cool i spent two hours cutting out and prepping this leather you know thing and yeah. as soon as that needle punches through the leather leather if it's not where it belongs it's trash yeah you know yeah. Yeah. so it's like it's kind of nice to just be able to like go mm. nice and slow yeah um and do it yeah so that's really exciting yeah, though so i'm excited i'm looking forward to using it and uh i mean it's funny because i got a couple things i'm supposed to finish this weekend and i'm like i have to finish i have to finish them and then like all day i'm upstairs and christina you know people don't know my wife she's like are you going downstairs today? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go down in a minute, you know. So now it's like I'm spending time up there, but I, I have to, you know, put it aside for now and finish the things I'm uh, working on down here because a couple of them are time sensitive. So so what kind of stuff are you going to make Good with it? That. What are you going to sell? Um, well, well, I was telling somebody the first thing I'm going to make is a sheath for the knife I have. But um, I forget what kind of call it, the round one. I think it's like a head knife or whatever. The thing is so sharp, I'm going to cut my hand on that. So I'm going to yeah, make that. Yeah, it looks that, like a butcher's yeah. tool. Oh, yeah, yeah. So scary. I'm going to try a couple. I want to make, um, like, um, well, not that they're useful nowadays, but passport holders, mm. you know, stuff like that for now. How Just about a nice wallet, not small a, stuff. a passport yeah, holder? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, because nobody's traveling, you know. <laughs> yeah. But eventually a wallet and stuff yeah. like that. But Make you know, a passport stuff. holder and sew Pass the top of it shut so that yeah, you can't get yeah, the passport yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> passport holder is nice. It's easy because it's, it's very basic. Not a lot of little inside parts and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, a wallet's know, got so. a lot of yeah yeah it, so you gotta you know you gotta once you start making wallets I'll I'll, I'll I'll char i'll uh I'll have to commission get you, you like, to make um, a nice wallet like rhino rhinoceros skin or something my like wallet that, is everything skin? is getting melted because it's getting hit with so much rubbing alcohol i looked at my credit card <laughs> like, shit's, i thought you were gonna say well i thought you were gonna say like welt spatters no, no no my keys on my car keys the freaking um you know, oh, the rubber the lock over mold. Unlock, yep. The rubber is coming off. Like, you can't see which button's which. I look on the back of my license because, like, our address changed, and you have to get the sticker for the back of the license. Yeah. And then yeah. it, the address is, is gone because the alcohol it seeps in. The credit cards are getting faded. It's, like, just... So what is she just like clean everything all the time? Well, the keys in the she's wallet, gonna, those she's are gonna be major. devastated. Devastated for this vaccine. This vaccine's got a crush on. Originally, she. How was does like, she feel about the vaccine? Originally, she, she was it. like, "I'm not getting the vaccine," and we're like, "What are you stupid? Like, we're all gonna get the vaccine. You're not gonna get it." And she's like, "Yeah, I guess you're right." So she's like, "Yeah, I, I'm gonna get it." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, good idea." 
Like, I can't ah. do this anymore. Like, I, I, yeah. I don't That's know. It's crazy. I got. I know some people that can't wait for it. I, Angela's already got it. So yeah. whatever, whatever's going to yeah. happen to her, she's got it. And uh, Christina got hers. Yeah, Derek? Christina got it. Yeah. Has anyone heard of any problems coming up so far? Because it's been a, it's been a month or no. two of vaccine doses, and everyone no, still I, seems a to be alive. I don't. Know. I had. We yeah. were out. We were out to dinner with um, some of Angela's friends, and one of them was like, "Oh, I don't know how I feel about the vaccine because, like, I want to get pregnant, and you know, who knows what it's going to do." Yeah, that's do. different. I mm. yeah. My wife was maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Something yeah. Like that. Dude, there is. Know. If she was a nurse, I, I would have her. Get I just, it. I just have a hard time thinking that whatever is in that vaccine, it's like a, a. a you know what? What could it be? It's like a quarter of an eighth of a of a gram of of material. I mean, obviously, it's doing something. That's what me and my I mom were talking about. I can't imagine like, that it does enough that it's going to be like my kid's going to come out with like one and a half arms and like no no lips. You, you know, are, like I, whatever. Give her some thalidomide. See what happens to the kid. What's that? That's from kids from my generation that have like three fingers and stuff. They call them like phil. I don't know how you say it. Thalidomide. Thalidomide uh-huh. babies. Okay. Yeah. What the hell? What is it? Where, where, yeah, what it is was thalidomide? A, it was a drug. It was, it was a oh, drug, it was a drug. They gave women. Yeah, a drug they gave women that was safe. I forget what it was for. But was it a prolonged drug, or did you get it like once? Like, was it something know. that women were taking yeah. like every day? I mean, like that I get. Like now, there's the thing about uh, Zantac, right? The uh, what's that? An antacid that these people got cancer from Zantac because you could just take it you, or whatever. Thalidomide was. was for leprosy. <laughs> I, I'm sure they're giving it for something. So else. went from leprosy. Yeah. But I mean, like, uh, I don't know. You know, I you love know I, I love the memes that are like, I'll take a random pill from a guy on the street, but yeah, I'm not getting the yeah, vaccine. Yeah, right. Yeah. You I know, love. Like, you'll take. You'll do cocaine. Yeah. That came from a a a, a, a jungle lab in Colombia. Yeah, they're making it with gasoline and acetone. And diesel fuel. Yeah, and they're cutting it with fentanyl. And you'll and you'll do it all day. You'll do, people people the same people that'll do that shit. Yeah, do we'll, um, or or the same guys that'll no, go and take steroids thing, they got from some dude yeah, in the gym. Yeah, will yeah. take the vaccine. Yeah. My my thing is, if I was a young girl, like in my you know mid twenties, and I wanted to have kids and I was healthy. I I no, I get it just because I could I, un- I like could understand my, my that ben- yeah like my benefit <laughs> like like me personally I have a few health issues so I'm willing to take the chance if there was a chance but yeah. my thing is if I was healthy and I wasn't gonna die if I got it and I was gonna have kids I'd be like I hold off like it all depends if I was a nurse maybe I would but if I was working you know wherever yeah you know, low risk maybe I would because once enough other people get it you don't have to worry about if you're getting it yeah that. Yeah. You know what? That's that's. <laughs> Wait till you get your electric bill on that thing. Oh, I know, I know. You know I just I was, paid. Uh, I just uh, paid. Uh, I, I'm really bad at paying my uh, utility bills. I wait till the shutoff notices like come in the mail, and then I pay them all at once. So Angela like looked over my shoulder and she saw that I had paid a. Um, I had paid like, you know. It was like a $250 electrical bill for the house. She's like, oh, my God, it's so much money. I'm like, yeah, I haven't paid since, like, October, so it's fine. Like, it's not a big deal. So I can't remember the last time we talked when I had this conversation with who, but I, did I tell you my last electric bill? No. No. My last electric bill was $680. For the month? Is that for the whole house or just for your house? For my apartment, $680. Just, oh, my God. Right? CNC so, time, baby. No. So I'm like. That's crazy. I says, there's no way my electric bill is $680. 
So um, I'm going, of course, I got to flip out on everybody and, you know, <laughs> and, and scream it back. So good, leaving good, the thing lights on. good thing your daughter yeah, moved yeah, out. Oh, God, yep. <laughs> so I'm like out of my mind. I shut everything down, and I'm telling everybody who listens to me, I'm like, I don't know what's going on, blah, blah, blah. So first I thought maybe a bill had crossed with a check, but I do online every month automatic. So I looked last month, and I had paid 350 because it's usually like – mid to high threes which i still think is a lot it should be about a hundred and like 60 bucks yeah so last month it was 500 and something and i only paid 350 so it was like it was like 190 carried over uh. so this past month though my electric bill was still 500 it was 499 dollars right so I'm telling this guy about it and he's like you know what kind of heat do you have electric heat nope 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 Right before I hung up with him, he goes, yeah, the same thing happened to me with one of those electric space heaters. And I, I hung up the phone and I said, shit, we just bought an electric space heater right around Thanksgiving because the dining, the living room has been cold because I haven't been using my wood stove because I got to get my chimney cleaned. Uh. And uh, so I said to Christine, I says, Forget your electric heater, honey. Cut the cord on that so, thing, baby. So I looked it up. It was 1,500-watt electric heater. And you think about it. Everybody's home now, so every night for a couple hours it's on. So that's 16, you know, you know, whatever, how many hours during the week. And then on the weekend, it's two, you know, 8 to 10 hours Saturday and Sunday. So it's, you know, probably like 45, 50 hours a week the thing's running. 1,500 watts. So I Google, like, how much it would be. And bingo, it was the electric space heater that did it. So, but I was like, oh you gotta God. be shitting me. But yeah, my electric bill was $499 last month. So yeah, enjoy I got that my space heater next I know. Year, well, yeah, D- Derek's talking about that because right now in my shop, I'm sitting next to my. I got my shit on 100. I got got it on 1500 watts too, baby. I'm cooking. Yeah. Oh my God. Only my yeah. right side though. I'm gonna have like a stroke only on my right you side. You need to get one of those little <laughs> propane ones that go in the propane bottle. I just got one of those to like move around. I have me. those. I just feel like they. I feel like it's killing me. I, I feel like when I use oh, those why, inside, fumes? I'm dying. Yeah. I mean, cause I got that got nowhere for the fumes to go. You got yeah. like 25 feet for yeah, the, yeah, yeah. all the horrible gases to go up speaking of um speaking of fumes i got a new tool that's coming that i ordered last this week but i didn't get yet and that is one of those powered air uh welding hoods that's what i want to get oh really yeah i got the lincoln one um i you know i uh my friends at lincoln electric um sent me uh are sending me one and um i'm excited i I feel like they made one did they just yeah something it's it's just the same. Uh, it's this. It's like uh, the Viking hood, just with the oh, okay. with the waistband and all the stuff. But what I've been thinking about was um, that you know, 3M makes one, the Versaflow, mm-hmm. and but 3M also sells just the hood separately because the whole system's like 1,800 bucks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking if I get the Lincoln welding one, and I buy the 3M clear shield for grinding on the belt grinder i probably could use the same like waist belt you know like the little hose adapter yeah or whatever it is because i feel like because like obviously lincoln doesn't make a clear one for grinding it's you know they make a welding one but i'm sure the concept's probably the same and the the versaflow hood without the gear is only like 225 bucks Mm -hmm. so i'd be kind of nice to like 
I don't know. I feel like, you know, Paul, like you, I mean, you're 21. I wish I, gotta I, get one, I, wish yeah. I took better care of myself from 21 yeah. versus from 32. And, you know, Derek, I'm sure you've yeah, got the I'm same story. Yeah, I'm on my story. way out the door. So yeah. At this point, I might as well just inhale the shit. Yeah, I need to get one. I should <laughs> Dude, that's I what I... What's yeah. amazing to me is, like, you know, you know, and I and I wish no uh, ill on uh, on Jimmy, and I hope that this oh, doesn't yeah. jinx him. But he has. I'm watching him cutting on his freaking miter of... saw. I in my shop since I moved in four years ago, my miter saw has never not have had a vacuum hooked up to it. Literally, oh. the day I came in here, I put a vacuum on it. It's never been without yeah. a vacuum. Common Jimmy sense. has never but, had a vacuum. Yeah. He's got a freaking rag taped to the back of the saw so that the dust goes, like, down instead of, Where's like, yeah. off into the into, wall. Into, like, the crevices. Into the abyss. It goes into, into his, his lungs. lungs. Into his yeah. lungs. How bad is wood dust getting into your lungs? Is it really bad it's, for you? I'm sure it's not good. It depends on the type of wood, yeah. but some of like the hardwoods, oh. like uh, the 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 South American woods, are really bad oh, for you because really? yeah. the oil in them, like, and uh, well, it doesn't, doesn't just doesn't the come MDF. out. Oh, MDF's got to be bad, right? Yeah, bad. <laughs> yeah, right. MDF is so bad for you. Yeah, all the toxic um, shit that's in there. Yeah, formaldehyde. It's, yeah. I mean, they say yeah. it's formaldehyde free, but it's like, what's the alternative to formaldehyde? Yeah, like some less other type lethal, of chemical. It's probably worse. Less. And I'm and I would I would bet you almost anything that there is a certain amount of formaldehyde in it, but there's underneath a level yeah, you can yeah, say yeah. it's formaldehyde free. You know, it's yeah. like the food factories um, that like they're allowed to have a certain amount of like bugs and shit in the food. Like yeah, and it's yeah. still you know the food. I have a big issue with with food in this country. Like the way you know the stuff they're allowed to like produce, and there's all these like oh, crazy yeah. laws and stuff that prevent people from even like filming. Or like exposing the way foods produced, or like mm-hmm. these, you know, where they have like animals and stuff, and it, it's just terrible. It's really bad. I think that's where a lot of like cancer and disease comes from. It's just the toxic shit, the hormones, the the pesticides, all the steroids and stuff that's in the meat and the vegetables, yeah. and it's like really terrible. I, I don't but, know. But I mean, the, pro- so- the problem is though, it's like not to get political or anything. Well, not political, but it just that's why you can afford. Mm-hmm. Like food. Yeah. Well, they like should subsidize food instead of you know, yeah. in, oh, you mean, know, make it cheaper. Now, now you're making now you're making it political. Well, I'm saying yeah. just to, so people have healthier no, food because it'll probably like, save you money in the long run. Oh, you yeah, know? No. If people well, are healthier, have, what, it's less money you got to spend yeah, on well, people you know with diseases yeah, and shit. Yeah. Well, that's why they had a big thing I, I'd seen on TV one time about um, you know low-income people that are overweight and everything. Yeah. And they showed, like, how it's cheaper to go to McDonald's and get, like, yeah. a number four than to have a healthy dinner. You know, it is. It's sad. It, I mean, it is. It's just, I mean, I don't know how you fix it, but that's why, like, all these, um, <coughs> you know, farmers, they get crushed by all these big chemical companies. Like, they have all the patents on all this, like, high-yield food and all that. Yeah. Like, you know, like, Monsanto is, like, notorious for that. Like, anything that's, like high growth they have it and it's just you know same thing with like the animals and stuff you know if you want you know fat chickens you got to do something to make them fat yeah but it's Mm -hmm. disgusting what they're doing it's like it's it's so bad start start you gotta start well maybe i'm gonna start my political campaign well let let me let me tell you this so so at my building in jersey right we have a, a market that's um now we just finished building the cafe right and we needed an operator and like most times you'd go to like a big company there's like a company called sedexo 
Um, there's another company called Urest, and they're like big like cafe operators. They do mm-hmm. like you know hospitals yeah. and corporate centers. Yeah, some so, of the best food st- out of those. Mm, yeah, hospital right. cafes. So, <laughs> so through uh, through someone that was connected to the building, we got linked up with this place in Hopewell, New Jersey, called the Brick Farm Group. So mm-hmm. what it is is it's a guy who made I think he got bought out for six hundred million dollars um, from an algorithm that he made for uh, trading foreign currency. That's like if I remember correctly. Anyway, um, but he's got a shitload of money. This guy, and he he's from New Jersey, and he after he made his money, he was like I guess got he's got interested in food and the and the quality of his food and was wanted better food for his family, so he bought a farm and started his own farm to produce food for himself and his family then brought in business partners and now he's got a farm a sustainable farm in new jersey and they have a market that's kind of like the the market section of a whole foods and Mm -hmm. everything is grown literally within like five miles of where this place is wow and it's to the point where like when we were about to sign the deal with him he's like well let his partner was like let me take you guys on a tour it was right before thanksgiving so he comes picks us up at the building he takes us past the market literally on the same piece of property and we go to where the turkeys are and there's like 500 turkeys in a pen and he's like these are the turkeys for thanksgiving we're gonna keep you know we keep 10 percent. these are gonna get like slaughtered next week then he then he's like let's go to the to the cattle farm then we go to where the cattle is then we go to where the pigs are then he brings us to the slaughterhouse like the whole thing it's not impossible he's doing it right there yeah but but this place, I mean, I'm looking at this place, right? He's got brand new equipment, brand yeah, new yeah. buildings. This guy spent money, dude. He's is got he pr- big Is it profitable? Um, eh, kind of. I mean, has he made back his, you know, I have to assume he's into it for upwards of $10 million. Has he made back his $10 million? Probably not. But he's got an incredible reputation in the area. I eat yeah. the burger from there, and, like, the burger doesn't taste like a regular cheeseburger yeah, you know like regular meat shit the other thing that i noticed too is that mm-hmm. like um i eat it way faster and i i eat fast when i'm driving because i'm mm-hmm. just like shoveling food down my mouth <laughs> you and normally like, eat I, while you're driving i always eat while i'm yeah, driving yeah yeah like i'm always driving you're starbucks so I'm always you get the egg sandwich car. you get the coffee yeah, you're dude, flying I in got the sprinter my, i got my duncan so now that my cafe is finally open i order lunch from there and i just feel like like normally when I would eat like a Panera lunch, by the time I get home, I feel like like a bomb in my stomach, yeah, and it's like it's I not, feel really grossly full. This shit food, <laughs> well, this food I eat it, and then by the time I get home, I'm like shit, I'm still hungry. But I feel like it's because my body's probably able to process it better. Yeah, you know, and I'm not one to really give a shit about my food. Uh, but Angela's lately been getting on me about like trying to like not die young. Dude, have you and seen? I argue have you with seen her. the way they make the Panera shit? Oh, it's horrible. Oh, dude. But, dude, everything then I, then is I see in this... a plastic bag. Plastic right? bag. It's frozen yeah. in a plastic bag. They have these big <laughs> vats of water. Yep. And when you say, oh, give me the macaroni and cheese, like all my friends are like, oh, we love Panera. I went there. I'm like, this is disgusting food. Dude, Panera is just like slightly better than hospital food. Yeah, dude, it's it's hospital food in like a green and brown like bag. <laughs> like that's what it is. I'll, with, I'll, I'll, with I'm going to rip it on it so you I'm feel better about it. I'm going to rip into the Whole Foods and the Trader Joe's people in just a second. But the Panera bread, there's <laughs> vats of water and they take these little cryovac bags of whatever, your, whatever it is, it's in a bag and they throw it into the water. They let it sit mm-hmm. for five minutes. They cut open the bag and they dump it into some bowl and that's the food it's like whatever's in that well, bag no, cannot be no, good it's funny is i Fresh, remember baby. as a kid so 
I mean, I remember when you go to McDonald's and the guys like flipping burgers on the griddle. You know, they used to cook them. They used to do that, Paul. They used to cook the, Mc- yeah. the hamburgers in McDonald's. Same with like Dunkin' Donuts. You mean they didn't right? come out of a dispenser? Yeah, yeah. So, so same with Dunkin' Donuts. They used to cook the donuts at the Dunkin' Donuts. You know, yeah. Now they do yeah. them in the bakery. But I was telling somebody, and they're like, "Jesus Christ, you're old." I remember Dunkin' Donuts when they started making bagels and breakfast sandwiches. Everybody was pissed because they're like, "Oh, it's gonna take so long in line." Blah blah blah. And they used to they had down to a science. And you know what they used to do? What? They would take the egg, they'd crack it into a mug. They'd scramble it in a mug, and they'd put the mug in the microwave, mm. cook it for like 30 seconds, take it out, shake it, put it back in, and it would scramble the egg. But it was like a fresh-cooked egg right huh. then and there. Well, that's better than nowadays now. doing that? Well, that's mm. what I'm saying. Like these little, these make... little hockey pucks of egg. Yeah, you but know? they can't make any some money plastic if they cheese do it on that the way. You I know, know I, mean? I know. Yeah. That's the problem. So it's we demand cheaper shit, just like everything else. I was going to say that during the snowblowers. It's like... You know, I got my old snowblower, and I look at it, and it's, like, rusty, and it's fall- not falling apart, but it's rusty, and it's days are numbered. I look at the new one. It looks beautiful, but half of it's fucking cheap shit plastic stuff mm-hmm. that I'm like, the old one's so much better. You, you know, know what, that's though? why 25 years later, it's still there. But it's like some <laughs> asshole demanded, I want a cheaper snowblower, and I want it fucking better. It's yeah. like, okay, jerk off. This With is better stats. Make it better. Yep. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like they do it to satisfy us, and then it's like a vicious cycle. But I you think know, if you look at Europe, the and all this, there's yeah. way stricter laws when it comes to food on what they're allowed to do and how they're allowed to treat animals and what chemicals they're allowed to use. It's t- a totally different ballgame. Tell, tell like, me about the food in Europe when you went to make a central. Well, no, that's, <laughs> that, that, that was, that's England. Know, that's not that's Europe. England. It's yeah, very different. Yeah, they, don't, they, don't have, they can't cook over there. But when you go to Italy or France or something, or like Switzerland or Spain, you know? Yeah. I mean, that, that's just them not knowing how to cook. But I think, I bet the shit in that pizza probably wasn't as, t- I mean, even though it tasted toxic. You know, probably wasn't as bad as some of the shit you get over <laughs> okay, here. That's a bad example. Well, that's why. Well, that's why that pizza sucked so bad is because it was it was like a frozen pizza, but it didn't have all the chemicals in it that we have in like I a saw the box. It said it said made in USA. Yeah, right. can you imagine? Came from Wisconsin. Yeah. But I but I do know that for a fact that the European, you know, the EU like has very strict regulations on on food quality and stuff. And it's like you go to Starbucks, like Starbucks is really expensive. Like you go to mcdonald's mcdonald's isn't yeah. even that cheap anymore like the shit is expensive you could probably mm-hmm. go to a you know a, a locally well, like, owned you place a fresh egg? You yeah all the time egg? who doesn't eat a fresh like, egg everybody who buys them in a fucking no no store. meaning like an egg like, from a chicken like, like oh yeah i've had those yeah 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 it, it's unbelievable you eat it it looks mm-hmm. different it fucking tastes oh yeah the yolk know? is and a different like, color oh, yeah yeah it's like oh my god it's like yeah. is this egg bad you know, know, because it tastes so different, you know? Yeah. When I it, first it, got the chickens, it was the first thing I noticed. I was like, holy shit, yeah. like, this is a big difference. And then, yeah. it's amazing. You know, eventually, like, you know, your chickens die and you get sick of taking care of them anyway, so you just give up and you, you eat gotta use the deep litter method. You don't use it, you don't have a Carolina coop and you don't have the deep litter system. No, I don't have the chickens <laughs> at all, so I don't give a shit. Oh, they're no, gone? It's, it's, there's no more chickens? They're gone. No more. Oh, what no did you do? Shoot chickens. them in the head? <laughs> they all just died, dude. Oh, they just God. died. It's but what um, they, do. they die. Um, but I, I, you know what the big thing for me and like I know like you this guys are food people. Po- this is the best making podcast. I know we're the best. Um, I have no 
time to deal oh, with food, good. dude. Today I woke up and I was like, I got to get to the shop. I got I got to get my day started. I got so I'm like, what am I going to do? So even just like <laughs> like calling the deli Going to get the deli food. I'm like, I don't even want to deal with that. Oh, so I just go on my phone. I go right on the Duncan app. And I know Derek. Derek's on my side about this because I hear him getting his Duncan while we're on the phone sometimes oh. in the morning when what I'm going to Jersey. What do you get from Dunkin' Donuts, Derek? Oh, you got to get the um, – I always get the same thing, the bacon wrap. The so what the hell's in that? Wrap. The wake-up wrap. Yeah, the wake-up wrap. wrap. I used to get those, yeah. Yeah, but now I've bacon. been getting uh, – I didn't realize that you could get an extra egg on your egg sandwich. So now I get, Ooh. like, two eggs on an egg sandwich with cheese on an everything bagel because Angela's got me not eating bacon anymore. Normally, so, I don't even oh. eat breakfast, but if I do want to go to breakfast whoa, whoa, somewhere – Whoa, 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 What happened to the bacon? Uh, my cholesterol's been high for years, and it's it's definitely higher than it than it normally is. <laughs> take, take a pill, keep the bacon. I know, right? Well, now I only have bacon on the weekends. That's my like rule now for myself. Well, hold on, let me just interrupt for one second. So, there was a time when I didn't really want to like take time for the breakfast, but my thing is, even when I was working seventy five hours a week, Sunday morning there was a Forrester rule that if I was home. I was going to kick, cook my kids breakfast. Mm. And I've done it every Sunday as long as I can remember. Even if I get a million things to do, I always cook breakfast. The only difference now is nobody's fucking home. <laughs> You're cooking it for yourself. So, I got to come so, I got to come I, stay at your I, house, I, dude. So breakfast wrap, is my favorite I, I, meal of the I wrap, day. I wrap I, I love make breakfast. breakfast sandwiches now and I wrap them up and I bring them to work and I shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing that. But um I just always felt like if I'm not going to be around, and when I did my kitchen over, that's why I took down the wall and put a counter there, because that was like my dream was for my kids to sit there and for me to cook breakfast for them. And I got that's to do nice. it. It wasn't for a long time. Yeah, it was. It used to be so much fun, and it's funny because, you know, typical Derek just, you know, over the top and everything's a tragedy. I would sit there saying, I got a fucking million things to do. And, you know, everybody says, oh, you're going to miss those days, and now I'd kill to, you know, have my kids here, you know, make them breakfast. But it's like... You know, it, it is nice, you know, and it's like you'll, you'll slow down. It'll first start with, okay, I got to put the bottle, heat the bottle up for 45 seconds, and then it's going to be, you know, then it's the breakfast. And oh, it's I like, know. You know, it changes, you know, because <laughs> yep. that's how before I was. I never yep. I never used to even eat breakfast. I could care less, <laughs> Chris you know? is going to have his, his two-year-old in the car seat. He's yeah. going to be pulling through the Starbucks. He's going he's gonna to be saying to his kid, you want the croissant heated or do you want it <laughs> you <want a> regular? <laughs> like that's what mama, he's going to be saying. Mama. Mom, mama said no croissants. Yeah. Oh, dude. Angela's like, Chris, what did you, what did you give, Chris yeah. Jr.? I know. I, I know. got him. A, I got him a Crunchwrap Supreme the, at Taco During, <laughs> during <laughs> the beginning of the pandemic, there was a time when I used to make, I used to make myself a breakfast and a and a smoothie every single day before I would go to work. What would you make and for breakfast? What was your go-to? I I would make. I actually, and you know, I don't know how this is gonna go over, but I really like. I really like refried beans, so I would make uh-huh. like uh, like kind of a Mexican omelet in the morning. So I'd oh, make okay. I'd make eggs with like a Mexican blended cheese with refried beans in a in a uh, tortilla um, every day, and oh. I would make a smoothie. And now it's like I just can't imagine even having the time to do it. Oh. But I guess you know I also I can't it really does, say shit because I work from me. home. You know, yeah. so like, dude, now my newest thing is now I realized I can order an egg sandwich from the bagel place on DoorDash. Oh, you're so just now I don't, everything. I'm in bed at like, you know, 645 and I'm like, 
you know, it's 45 minutes usually to get something from the bagel place because they're so busy around oh here. God, yeah, so I'm yeah. like, fuck it. So I go on the DoorDash. I got the Dash Dash Pass now, so I don't pay oh, yeah. any more delivery fees. Oh, wow. And I order my breakfast. I get them. I, they make me a coffee. I get the egg sandwich. It comes right to the door. It's the best. It's yeah, the best. Nice. I'm such a lazy piece of shit. I'll spend $13 on breakfast just to make the minimum oh, just yeah, so yeah, that yeah. I don't have to leave my house. It's funny, though. That's why, like, the Dunkin' Donuts app, like, that's the best invention. Any asshole that goes into uh, – I'm going to put this out there. If you go to Dunkin' Donuts and you don't use the app, you are a complete asshole. Mm-hmm. It is the best thing, especially nowadays. It's like there's people waiting. I'm like, why are you fucking waiting? I know. Like, you just walk in. You don't even have to talk to anybody. Yep. You walk in. You take your thing. You leave. I love it. I mm-hmm. wish – like, that's the best thing that happened with COVID is, like, the – the non-social part, like for me, it's like, <laughs> like the pizza place for us. Now we got to go in and pick up our pizza. And I'm like, oh man. But before it was like, text us when you're here and we bring it out. It's like, they're like, pop the trunk. We put it in the trunk. It's mm-hmm. like beautiful. It's yeah, like, that's this nice. is great. It is. No, but it, but the Duncan thing, I, I think pe- they make it so easy and it is really super easy. And I'm like, it's just crazy. Like, you don't have to wait. Who wants to stand in line even before COVID? Mm-hmm. Like, you really, especially in the morning, people want to talk to you. It's like, leave me alone. It's like, just get my shit and yep. get out of here. Dude, I yesterday know. I went to Dunkin'. There was nine people standing online, people waiting outside. I walked in. I was the only mobile order. I walked in. I looked at everybody. I looked at my food. I took it and I left. And I know everybody there Dude, was like, motherfucker. The, the, best, <laughs> the best is I'm in the Sawmill Parkway there and they got two. Dunkin' Donuts, one on the like north and one on south or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I pull up, there's a line out the door. So I order ahead. I just like walk past everybody. I'm like, F you man. Wow. My order's not there. So I wait. I wait. I I go oh. the guy says, Where's my online order? He goes, We don't have any pending. Oh my I go, God. Mine's right here. He goes, oh my That's God. That's the southbound side. <laughs> oh I was like, God. Oh, you gotta be sure. Dude, they were so nice. They made it for me. They didn't charge me and everything. So there was a whole male thing. Wow. I would have ran inside. across the highway. Nah, screw that. I'm too old for that. Every day, every day, senior year, before I would go to school, you go to the Country Cow. If you're from Fairfield, you know about the Country Cow. It's best. Yeah, we went to the Country dude, Cow. The cow it was is, fantastic. Dude, they have they sell shirts that say "I graze at the cow." <laughs> no, but the country cows the best, and you they get That's the bagel the king. Run. They get the well, yeah. this is not not even the same stratosphere as the milk run. No, you just say I, I graze it. Oh, milk I, oh, oh, a T-shirt oh, for the milk yeah, run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but you get the bagel king bagel. They got nice. They got the best bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. You get it even on, on a Portuguese roll from Chavez Bakery, or you get it on Yay. the bagel king bagel, and that's the only way to do it. And then I used to get a toasted corn muffin with butter on the side. And they'd oh, cut it into boy. three pieces, and then they'd put more butter in because you have three pieces now instead of just two on the muffin. That's how you do it. And then you could get an orange juice or a Snapple maybe. And I get the orange juice from Bagel King when I go direct to Bagel King. But then I get the Snapple with the country. See, cow. now I haven't eaten anything since like 9.30 this morning. So now all I want is like an, like an egg sandwich. Like I, I would kill an for an egg sandwich. sandwich. A little sriracha. I could, I, there's a bagel place by my house that makes incredible bagels. And I every time I get one, I'm always like, shit. I should have just gotten a second one, and I would just I eat know. it like I later get two today. Bagels. You know, what kind of bagel do you like? 
and everything everything bagel. Everything? You gotta get an everything bagel. I never get everything bagels. I need to get one. I don't know why. I think it's... Every, everything's the best. The only way I to get go. salt from Bagel King. I'll get a salt bagel or an Ooh, onion bagel. Salt's an excellent choice. But you gotta get the right yeah. salt, because... Is, is it warm and... Is it warm and everything and soft, the salt bagel? Um, like, if you get them fre- hot out of the yeah. oven or, you know, they boil yeah, them and then yeah, put yeah. them in the oven, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love a bagel. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want a bagel, a bagel oh, right now. Let's pull the urine thing out of my oh. ear. Oh, like I, if I, if it wasn't snowing, I would go and get, I would go to Dunkin' and get a bagel just because I wanted to. Those how bagels. Many, how many suck. listeners do you think we have left? Right. Now? Well, let's see. We're 46 minutes in, and all we've been talking about snow is snowblowers and then food. Snowblowers yeah. and food. I talked yeah. about uh, respiratory health for like three seconds. Yeah. Um, but we could talk about what other. What about your new tool? Me? Yeah, I saw you yeah. with a table saw today. Yeah. Oh, you got yeah. a couple of new tools. Didn't you have the um with the I got the mag this? drill. Yeah, was yeah. that last week? Did well, I I mentioned that I was getting it, but now that I have it, oh, Paul, you got to get one of these things, dude. Oh god. Just you got to get one of, of these it. things. I was it's funny because Matt everything now. Matt was a uh, um, you know, like I Matt's boss is like pretty up with it like you know he's got they got the python there like but i also feel like he's also pretty old school i mean he's like an old iron worker matt i guess was showing him the cordless one and he was like holy shit because matt was saying when they do extensions on buildings you know they got to be up on a ladder drilling holes like all day and this thing uh on the box it says it'll do 40 15 16 holes on one five amp hour battery charge Hmm. wow that's a lot of holes. That's a lot. Yeah. 40, yeah. 40 almost one inch holes. Yeah, that's true. Those are big holes. On and a five amp hour thick? battery. And how thick the oh, material? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Huh. Sheet I'll look it up right now. But yeah. anyway, it's it's dude, it's super you, nice. You, but and you were I mean, saying you could fit a bigger battery in there. You took the thing out and you could put a nine. Yeah. Well, so so the the newer version of it, the, this one, the guy bought it in 2015. Oh, okay. And the batteries had never been used to the point where they wouldn't charge, and I had to like jumpstart them. Lucas told me how. Hmm. But so then in 2015 they didn't have the big batteries, so I had to take out this piece of rubber. But the new model, like if you were to go and order it brand new right now, the the battery cage is bigger. Gotcha. So it'll fit the 12-hour batteries oh. if you really wanted to. So um, that's nice but, to um, have out in the field. Like, out in the field, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Like, but, I can put the 9-amp-hour batteries in it now as it is. And, mm-hmm. like, but, dude, the magnet is so, so strong. Yeah, like, it's, it's got to like be stronger magnet. than the – yeah, it's got to be stronger than the electromagnet on the Evolution. It could There's be. no way Well, yeah, I don't know what isn't. the Evolution's like. I mean – Yeah, the Evolution's also – How much does that like, Evolution cost? 400 bucks? Or? Six six fifty, brand new. Oh, okay. Yeah, it can't be too crazy strong, you know. Yeah, no, it can't be. I mean, you know, I have to imagine that the cost of an electromagnet, you know, like goes up exponentially as you, you know, add strength. Um, yeah, the magnets force, get expensive. You know? Any type of but, magnet uh, stuff is expensive. Yeah, but anyway, I love my I love my new um I love my new cordless magnetic drill. I'm really uh I'm really really excited about it. It's fantastic. Yeah, that thing's nice. I like the quick change thing too. Yeah, that's that's super nice. The quick change, um, the quick change, Chuck. I don't know of another mag drill that has that. Um, um, I've think never fine. seen that. I think some of the newer ones do. Mm. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. So that, basically, that what it has nice. is, yeah, basically what it has is a uh, it has a little like bayonet mount for the chuck and for the annular cutters, which is really cool and it's really uh, it's really really fast. Um, yeah, so this will do, what does this say? This will do, 
with a nine amp hour battery, it'll do 76 13, 13th, six, 13 16th holes through quarter inch steel. Hmm. That's 76. And it has 1,600 pounds of hold it, holding force on quarter-inch oh, wow. steel. That's 1,600 pounds on quarter-inch steel? Yeah, that's and 2,000 pounds that's on one-inch steel. That's better than the freaking um, lifting magnet that I got from Mag Switch. Yeah. Or whatever. That's great. Well, yeah. yeah, that is better than that. Wow. But that's what, dude, this thing is $2,700 brand that new. It is expensive, yeah. You know, like, that's why I think it's so expensive. Because it's not a complicated tool. All it no, is is a no, freaking, no, no. It's, a, it's, a, it's a two-speed drill on a dovetail. You know, like, it's not, like, a special thing. I think the yeah, magnet is Yeah, like, my Hogan really one is, like, 900 bucks. Yeah. But that thing is, like, a freaking tank. It's, everything's yeah. metal. Like, But that's perfect mm-hmm. for in a shop. But then for out in the field, like, that Milwaukee yeah. one would be great. Because you don't want to have to deal with cords. You already got enough to deal with with that thing. It's already mm-hmm. heavy enough and... A cord yeah. would kind of be a pain in the ass. Like, you're right, if you were up high drilling something or... Mm-hmm. I mean, that is definitely pretty yeah. cool. It is pricey, but it could, it could be worth it if you use it a lot. 100%. And I mean, like, obviously, there's always a way to, like, get it. Like, there's one on eBay right now. I was actually going to post it on my Instagram because so many people hit me up when I posted about it. There's one on eBay right now for, uh, like, 1300 bucks or best offer with hmm. two batteries from a pawn shop somewhere. So, like, if I was in the market, like, I'd just offer them 1000 bucks and see if I could get it. You know what I mean? And it'd be worth 1000 bucks all day. Yeah. You know? Um, and, you know, what's nice about it, too, is, like, from a safety perspective, if you really, like, think about it, right? Like, if you got an electromag drill in a shop and it's horizontal and somebody, like, kicks out the cord or whatever your power goes out or let's say you're working on a job site and your generator runs out of gas and you yeah. got a mag drill up on a beam it is kind of like that mag drill is gonna fall that's this why they thing have those, will always those hold safety chains for them that's why of you're, course. you do but no one uses those who's gonna deal with a chain you know especially mm-hmm. when you're in a shop you're never gonna be using a chain but i always do get nervous about that like leaving the mag drill like up on top of a beam even on sawhorses and then you have yeah. the cord on the ground it's like if someone trips on the cord there goes your thousand dollar drill like smashing yeah. it onto the concrete so it yeah, is that's nice what's kind of nice. That, that manual magnet. Yeah, I mean, know? the only thing I will say from a negative standpoint on it, though, is that the electromagnet, when you get yourself set, you just flip that switch. The drill doesn't move. That's the This, thing. you got to, like, turn this thing. And it depending on uh, somebody, actually, there were some guys commenting on it on my Instagram. One guy was saying that he felt that it was really hard to turn the knob. And another guy wrote that it actually, depending on the thickness of the steel, hmm. is how hard it is to turn the knob. So if you grab it on, like, because I noticed when I first took it out of the case, because I bought it from this guy, like, in a freaking parking lot, I turned the knob and it was really hard to turn. And I I was like fuck i hope this thing isn't like broken you know it looks brand new but i just hope it's not broken and when i put it on the table and it actually had some metal to magnet to i think oh. i think the magnet has an easier time i guess you know traveling wherever whichever it's like attracted to the thicker steel exactly so like but it's but you know it's not the same as like an electromagnet electromagnet where when i was tapping and drilling my table i was setting it perfect and i was just flipping a switch and the thing wasn't going to move at all yeah what you're you going to have to do is so. probably just bring the drill bit down and have the pilot in your you know your center punch mm-hmm. mark and just have yeah. it locked into that center punch mark and then twist it so you don't you know have any chance of moving it cuz that would kind yeah. of be a pain in the ass like yeah, like that. That's would be the only annoying. thing about it that I'm like. Eh. And the other thing is, it doesn't have as you know, it's only got it. Uh, it doesn't have as big of a capacity because the magnet is much bigger, um, and it's not going to be as 
as easy for me to tap with it the way that I mm. tap with the Electro one, but it does have two speeds where the other That's one nice. I had only had one speed. So it's got 600 and 400 RPMs. It's got a light, which is super nice. I think, I, Paul, I think if you used this thing for like a day that you had to do a lot of mag drilling, you'd be like, you'd, yeah, be, uh, yeah. you'd be sold. Or especially to keep but, on like a truck. And then on leave a the truck, other one yeah. in the shop and then keep this one in the truck with batteries, you know? Yeah. That would I be think nice. Fine makes a battery-powered one, too. I think also, they do. Which, which is probably super nice uh, also. But, you know, it's like you, then you have to have Fine batteries. That's the you thing. You know, which, um, you know, maybe you already have, which Fine makes great grinders and all that stuff. But it's like, you know, it's not going to be as convenient as, like, having uh, Milwaukee batteries that you can just, like, they're Almost so freaking cheap. Almost everybody has can just, Milwaukee batteries. Yeah, and if you wound up in a pinch where you were like, oh, shit, you know, we got to go to a job and, you know, so-and-so mm. forgot the batteries, you just go to Home Depot and buy batteries. Wow, the fine is $1,000 cheaper. Wow. I'd love to see the fine is, Yeah. The fine is uh, $1,700, and does that come with two batteries? Wow. 1700 bucks? Because that would be I may have to go with the fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that dude, that comes with... expensive. Yeah, that comes with two batteries. Wow. That's, uh... Oh hmm. no! Wow, that's uh. Fine, ma- fine's big on the mag drills too. The fine slugger, you know, yeah. mag drills. Oh yeah, this thing they make a lot more mag drills than Milwaukee. Nice, huh? That's right. This thing's got some nice features too, Paul. This thing's got different speeds. This might be the one. I wonder why Milwaukee's is so expensive. That's crazy. I don't know. I mean, I wonder. I guess. Nah, dude. This says it's got two thousand pounds of holding force. Wow. I mean, it's. Huh. Interesting. I don't know. I mean, right. it's definitely cool. Next. Mag drills, Next. you know. Next, you're done with mag drills, Derek? I'm done with mag drills. Next. Want to hear about All my right. terrain park in my backyard? Oh, I saw that. Sure. Do you like that? Did what? you make that rail or did you buy that? I, I I made it. I had some, like, three-inch schedule 40. Pipe. Half of it was buried. You couldn't even see it. But I had, like, a little, you know, where you start it and it, like, there's, like, an angle. And then I made a little feet mm-hmm. for it and stuff. But yeah. um, no one's going to, no one's, I got no friends here to go skiing with me. They're all at college, you know, pains in the asses. Freaking losers. I got no one to go skiing with, so I got to go in my own backyard. That's fun, though. You know yeah. who's actually, you know who's been going out a lot? Um, Macklin just oh, bought yeah? these skis that he can hike with. He bought these skis oh, where the, the binding, um, like, unhooks in the back so that you can kind of walk with and them. And then you and put he things on the, you put, like, a um, thing on the bottom of the ski. It's almost like fur or something it's like it grips the snow in one direction then you could slide your ski forward and then you Mm -hmm. take them off and ski down it's like for backcountry skiing a lot of guys do it like they'll hike up some mountain in colorado and then just ski down and then die in an avalanche well that's so he he went up to uh, a scutney which is actually right near where we went to the museum of precision um and that's where angela and i just went there in october and he uh he went up there by himself Hmm. Um, and then he hiked, uh, dude, he hiked an abandoned ski mountain up there to the top where the ski lifts are still there. He was completely alone and he skied down and he texted me a photo. He's like, dude, honestly, it's pretty scary up here by yourself because you hear like, you hear stuff moving around. You hear stuff like, you know, I guess like you hear the cables probably like banging into each other and shit. But yeah, no, he uh, he's been really into it. So maybe you and him could like meet up in Vermont because he's going by himself too. Yeah, I don't go. I don't want. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. I prefer to yeah, ride a lift up, also. you know, with ski patrol. Like, I mean, he probably would friend. do that though. Well, that's true. Do you ski at all, Chris or Derek? Do you guys? Ski? I I snowboard. I, I snowboard. used to ski. 
Yeah, Angela and I really want to go. She's been talking about how well, she wants go. to go this year, so let's, we should go. But I want to go somewhere good. Like, I want to go to Vermont. Like, I don't want to yeah. go to, like, Hunter. You know, you go to Wyndham and, like, you know, ski down a hill. I got ski, ski Sundown's the, like, Connecticut one. It's, like, Ski Sundown and then Mohawk, which are, like, basically hills, you know? Yeah, but I think Mohawk I actually invented, like, making snow, like, the snow-making machines. Out of all places, Connecticut invents, you know, the machines that make snow. Isn't that weird? I, I could see that, though. I mean, yeah. you know, that's like how we have an indoor ski mountain and an in indoor Jersey, wave pool right? in New Jersey. I want to go yeah. to that ski place in Jersey. Yeah, I know. But um, it's like... I want to try the wave thing. I've never tried to oh, surf. Yeah. I feel like that would be fun. Who was just there? Andrew Schultz? Was he there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Macklin and I are making that two-by-four uh, surfboard. Oh, I was like, right. yo, I wonder. I was like, I wonder if I hit them up. Because they're obviously doing, like, a huge social media push. They had, like, all these, like, famous people go out there. Um, yeah. You know, who else was there, too? Uh, um, Action Bronson was there the day oh, before Andrew Schultz was there. He's yeah, smart. learning how to boogie board. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe when it's done, I can hit him up and be like, yo, I made a surfboard out of 2 by 4s so I'll, like, give it to you guys, you know? But, like, let me come out and, you know, like, shoot a video. I mean, shit. At this point, if they're starting out, it, it probably wouldn't hurt them. And what's it really gonna? What would it really cost them to have me come out for a day and uh, play around in the wave pool? Did you see Kelly Slater's surf camp? Yeah, his thing? is sick though. Dude, it costs like five thousand dollars a wave or something a wave. obscene. Yeah, thousands of yeah. dollars per wave. Casey Neistat yeah. went there, and they're like, "Listen, Casey, you only have three shots at this because each shot is like thousands of dollars. Each wave is so expensive. You only get like a hundred dollars a second. A hundred dollars oh a second. God, wow. That's yeah. a, that's. But his is like sick, though, dude. His oh, makes the one crazy. in Jersey look like a kiddie pool. Oh, the one in Jersey is like my bathtub compared to that one. That one's like yeah. you know hundreds of feet long. It's outside. The wave is like way bigger. It's a real wave, it's but it's almost wave. so expensive. It's like. Is there even enough money in surfing for like pro surfers to go there and like pay for that? Like, I, dude, I think Kelly Slater makes a lot of money. Oh, I think he does. A lot of yeah. those dudes have made a lot of money, but That's I don't think lot. it's like skateboarding though, because skateboarding is like so part of like the mainstream culture now, you know? Yeah. Versus um, surfing is like surfing is like. You know, people like it, but I also feel like it's also it's it's something that's so unique and difficult to do. Like, I don't know. Think about everyone in the middle of the country that has doesn't give a shit about surfing but could skateboard. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, but it's something like I could see like the NFL spending a hundred dollars a second or thousands of dollars yeah. per something, or the NBA mm -hmm. like you know. But surfer like it's just some surf pro surfer. You know, I'm sure he's amazing. Like, gonna be able to spend. 15 grand for a day at this place like to train it's kind of a lot of money <laughs> yeah no you need like um uh billabong to like sponsor that day or something like that but anyway so what have you guys been watching you guys got anything good on the watch list let's wrap this up you know it's funny i watched a video this morning i was gonna send it to you guys and i'm trying to find the name of it it's um david ireland I don't know if it's... I only watched one video. It was... Ireland like the country? Yes. And it's a handmade uh, violin. Stradivarius? I, it's, it's, well, I think he's dead, but it's <laughs> unbelievable oh, to watch this guy make this thing. Is this the varnish video? It's... Uh, no, wow, he's got like one. a whole... Oh, yeah, he carves this thing with like hand chisels. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he makes a complete violin. All, like he uses these tiny little hand planes. I've seen them before, like the Lee Nelson ones. 
Hmm. It's unbelievable. Like it's the most beautiful violin in the end. And this guy just every no power tools, nothing. It just it's 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 amazing to watch how he does it. And uh, the the video I saw it was um uh it was. Oh, you know what? Shit, hold on. It might be the one before that one. Well, I found his channel. Yeah. I'll link his yeah. whole channel yeah. in the thing. I think it was one before that. It was. It brought me to him because he repairs all the violins. That guy. Ah. But this other one, it was. Um, I don't. Let me see what this channel is. Cause I don't want to recommend it if it's a. Yeah, I'm not going to recommend this one. Watch that guy fix the violins. Spring all right, Dave. David Ireland. Yeah, it's all violin repair, but it's just it was pretty interesting to see how they did it. Like just like repair making the keys and stuff like that or mm. whatever you call it. It just it's unbelievable. Like these people like they're like true craftsmen and it's like like the shops like they I mean they have tons of tools but like they use like the basic of shit like to repair all these old violins and everything. It was just unbelievable to watch like how I was doing it. And um yeah, that was it. I wish I had some skills like that. Yeah, I I um actually had my friend who's a professional guitar player came by the other night. He needed help fixing a guitar for one of his students, and him and I have talked about making a guitar before, and um, I want to make one on the Tormach, but um it's there's like so much to it. I just feel like it'd be fun to yeah. do. I want to do something real different though. He's got a guitar that's all aluminum. And I don't know if it's welded aluminum or if it's out of a solid block, but I was like, mm. that might be cool to make one out of a big ass plate and do it all on the CNC and then polish the shit out of it. Like that, that mm. would be fun, yeah. you know. Make one out of steel. Yeah, you could do one of those. I could make one out of steel. I could make one out of an AK-47. <laughs> you know. Um. Uh. So, Paul, what have you been watching? Um. Well, first, uh, I don't know. I watched Lost the Fleetwood Mac uh, concert that my mother's been mm -hmm. making me watch. Or she's been begging me to watch. And I love Fleetwood Mac. I just, I don't know why. I just haven't watched it with her. So I finally watched it with her. That was really good. But as as far as, like, things people listening to this podcast would probably be, you know, kind of interested in. I was telling Derek before, I got a, I'm obsessed with tractors all of a sudden. And I've been watching videos <laughs> on tractors. Kubota. Oh, like John a Kubota, Deere. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to, yeah. I, a while ago when I was little, I always wanted one. Now I want one again because it, it snowed out and I want to be able to make piles of snow and then ski down them. Um, yeah. I don't know do what is wrong with me, but. Dude, you're only young once. Do it. I know, I know. So now I'm obsessed with the tractor. I really want a tractor. But I was watching this channel. I think it's called Good Works Tractors. And he buys, like, John Deere and Kubota tractors and sells them and, like, explains all the different stuff about them and teaches you about them and stuff. Um, so that was that was pretty cool, but I don't know. That was, that, my, that's what my I could buddy come up watches, with. My buddy watches a guy that just does tractor stuff. And I mean, how great is a tractor, though? You know? Yeah. I really but want one. Paul. I remember my kids always How great is a tractor? Yeah. You know? A, a nice tractor, fun. a nice farm. I'm a farm... I, I'm always torn between what I want to live on the water and have boats and stuff or what I want to live on a farm and just like do farming type shit and I think it you might be a, farm. you need an aqua farm you need a farm with water well, that would yeah, be nice yeah that would be yeah. nice 
that's you real know? expensive. It's hard to get mm-hmm. 10 acres on the water anywhere yeah, around like, here. Like have Jimmy Smiley's. He's got all those tractors, and then he has, like, the, the pond with um, oh. with the two jet skis right out front of the house. <laughs> Joe, see that? He's got fucking two jet skis. I would do pond. shit like that. I just yeah, want to have yeah. fun. I want to do anything. Dude, of there fun. was a I house. What's that? No, go go ahead, Paul. Uh, I told my mother, I'm like, listen, if I have a big enough piece of property, I'm buying a tractor and I'm going to dig out a pond, and then I'm going to put one of those wakeboard cable things in there and wakeboard all mm-hmm. around. I'm just yep. going to do nothing but fun. Like, mm-hmm. Mike, if I have kids, they're going to have so much fun. Yep. You have no idea. There was a, there was a house uh, up in New Hampshire that I was looking at right near Lucas's. It was like 800000 It was on like 30 acres. Oh, but wow. um, it it had a pond. It had like three outbuildings. Derek, I think I sent it to you. It was like yeah. the dream. It was like the perfect property for like me to buy because I could. You could literally have a shop and then a shop that you rented to someone else to make income. That's how like big this piece of property was. Huh. Um, and it had a big ass man made pond. And I sent it to Angela. I'm like, this is it. This is the one. Forty so minutes I'm from not, Boston. I'm not living in New Hampshire, she said. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, exactly. She's like, uh, I mean, listen, it was only 45 minutes from, um, only 45 minutes from Boston. So it's like, you could live there. That's the thing. It's like we, she, she commutes 45 minutes to, uh, to New York city every day. So like, what would be 45 minutes, um, to Boston to get it, you know, to work in Boston, but you know, I'm not, uh, it's not that easy of a sell. Listen, you're not in charge. I gotta get I gotta uh, get myself in a position where I've got um, a like an offer I can't refuse for a job in Massachusetts mm. for like a shitload of money, and then I can just move. Then I can convince her to move. You know, um, I don't know. I gotta figure something out, but I'll give you guys my watch of the week. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna circle this one uh, circle this one back to uh, our good friend James DeResta over there because. I gotta say, Jimmy's done some impressive shit that's really creative, but I really enjoyed the new dished out cutting board. I, know, I, I thought he did such a good job on it. Paul, did you watch no, the way I he did that? that? He hooked up his like ArborTech carver to the table with an arc and then made like a spinny jig for the cutting board mounted on an anvil and he's oh got Aaron God. running a drill to spin the thing. I gotta watch it now. And it's like obviously he could have done it with the CNC, but like to do it with like the Dude. you know the caveman way, I thought was was so it's great. So, it's so funny because I'm watching it, having my breakfast sandwich this morning, and I says to Christina, I go, "Fucking Jimmy had no idea what to put a video up with." So he's like, "You know what? I'll make a cutting board, but I'm gonna dish it out so fucking crazy that in the most dangerous way like, possible." Yeah, yeah. It's like he fucking takes a cutting board and he just does the most dangerous like shit with it, and it came out so cool. It yeah. really did. It was it's unbelievable, isn't it? Listen, that's like, why he's got laughing. the he makes the big bucks. That's why he's got all the subscribers. That's that's right. Listen, he's that's got right. this. He's got the creativity to back it up. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. I I really enjoyed his his truck videos, restoring that truck yeah. and painting it. He he like knows oh. what he's doing with like body work and painting and stuff like i'm terrible at painting like he must have painted a lot of cars back in the day he's he's trying to do more of them he's gonna try to do more he's they're very well received so i like more more cars and shit yeah just a couple things i i think he's mentioned it but yeah just yeah he's gonna do a couple things so 
Nice. Yeah, yeah. I got. Yeah, if I had the space, too. Macklin was just t- like t- we're in another. I'm in a group chat with Macklin, another one of my friends, and he's like, "Oh man, like he wants to convert. He's got a two wheel drive Tacoma. He's like, oh, like I've been watching these guys. Like they buy a wrecked, uh, they buy a wrecked Tacoma and they just take the front diff out and like put it in. He's like, oh, you know, like he's like you think it might be worth doing. And I was like, dude, you don't have a garage or even a driveway a to lift. work. In. Like if yeah. you if you've got a garage, yeah, sure. Buy a wrecked car for a thousand dollars and tinker with it. But if you don't have a place to work on it, that's why I sold the old Ford. Because it's like even yeah. if I had all the money in the world to do it myself, because I would want to do it myself, like because I was going to make content restoring that. It's like yeah, if I had a garage where it could sit on a lift and I could you know, even doing the electric fuel injector, was like yeah. you know I'm watching a video of a guy doing it. He's like yeah, you can get it done in a day, and I'm like yeah on a lift, not me on the ground on a piece of freaking cardboard in my driveway and getting it done in a day, that, you know. That's like one of the biggest mistakes having a house without a garage because that's like Max always hounding me growing up. Dad, can we do this over? Can we do this over? Oh, we can do it in the driveway. It's like mm-hmm. no, you can't. You can't mm. do it in the driveway. It just it sucks. You know, you know what? It's if like, you have a big enough garage, those garage. lifts are cheap. Like car lifts oh, yeah. aren't that Body expensive. Got two. Yeah, yeah, like I no, would get one. They have the ones for like storage. That's what my buddy's got two of them. He uses yeah. them to work on his cars, but they're technically oh, made for okay. storage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just drive on them and they pick them up. Yeah. But short money. You buy them used real cheap. Yep. Yeah. Matt's been wanting to get one for outside their shop. They oh, want to put yeah. one actually in their driveway, but he they want like a big one. Like yeah, a, like a 10,000 pound or 12,000 th- Yeah, I think one. they wanted yeah like a 10,000 pound one. And then he's like, you know, at that point. You know, you might as well just buy a brand new one. I think he said it's like four grand for yeah, the one not that they want. Yeah, they're not that expensive. Yeah, they're not, they're not a lot of yeah. money. I'm yeah. like, dude, for four grand, it's like, I mean, they work on cars. Like, Matt's cars, you know, his his uh, he's got a uh, uh, old Buick that he's working on. That's oh, really? Probably on that. stilts for a while. Yeah, he's got an old huh. G-body wagon, like a sleeper with like some sort of high horsepower engine in it. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know anything about that shit. But, um, you know. I, I like I like working on cars. I would love to have the space one day, you know, when yeah. I build my five thousand square foot uh shop somewhere. Again, if anybody has any old fifties pickup trucks, let me know. I gotta talk to my neighbor. Oh I yeah, see what that is. Cause he he would I mean he the, the guy doesn't need the money, but I mean it's literally He's just been rotting there away. For years. Yeah, he There's might one, get rid of it. Uh, one in Boston, like um, early sixties, like uh What's it like a C10 or whatever? Mm-hmm. And but it's in a horrible part of Boston. Yeah. I would knock on a door. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Leave your, I, I leave your phone number. Think, yeah. I don't even know if I want to get out to leave my phone number. Right. That might uh, be. It's a bait call. Yeah. 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 Knock. Yeah. Pizza guys will knock. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening to this fantastic episode of the Handmade Podcast. Um, if you guys haven't, go and listen to uh, Jeff's new episode of uh, Full Blast with Pat Quinn from the Center for Metal Arts. It was a very interesting conversation, and I learned a lot about that place that I didn't know. Um, I think we should take a field trip to the Center for Metal Arts. Yeah, that guys. guy I think is we go incredible, there. the stuff that guy yeah. makes. And, and the story of like how he wound up in that place and like what his deal is there, it's really interesting. So it's definitely worth listening to. And I'm going to give myself a shameless plug here. So... Um, I've been posting on my Patreon in what I'm calling the Make Everything oh, Machinery shit. I Deal sign Hub. Oh shit! I gotta for that. I was I forgot. So, to. <laughs> dude, my credit cards. Uh, you know, my credit cards get stored in the garage. 
So oh, I was in bed. I'm like, I need all to the, do. All the numbers his, get uh, I need washed to, off. Dude, I can't even read them anymore. I need to go get my credit card to sign up for it. I mean, then oh, I got to well, use a glove you, to oh, get the yeah. credit card, you know. So, so what I've been doing is, like, every time I find a deal on a machine anywhere, I've been actually trying harder to look outside of, like, the East Coast because, obviously, there are patrons all over the place. Like, one guy I know is from Arizona, another guy in California. So whenever I find a deal, I just screenshot it, and I put it on the Patreon, and I, I always list the, the state that it's in. So if you're a patron and you're in Ohio, you're not wasting your time looking at shit that's in, you know, Florida. But um, it's been cool. People have actually been sending me links to stuff to post on it. People have been commenting on the stuff I've been posting, which is kind of like a nice little community of people that I can, like, share deals with that, you know, are specifically looking for them. So if you're interested in having access to my sickness of looking at Craigslist, Facebook, offer up. I mean, Derek and Paul know I send them fucking tools oh, yeah. to buy all the time. All day Paul, long. Paul doesn't even respond. The last thing I sent Paul, I just sent you. I just sent you, Paul. You I think sent? I sent it to you on Facebook too. A guy's got a big fume extractor, like a like a metal shop, you know, welding fume Dude, extractor. This was as we were doing the podcast, you found this. Yes, um, I that I just sent you. Th next to it. The, the guy wants 500 bucks, um, you know, and I don't know if it's, you know, who knows? It might not be worth it, but I know those fume extractors aren't cheap. And if you need one for in your shop, boom, there you go. So, um, yeah, sign up for the Make Everything Machinery Deal Hub at patreon.com slash make everything. You should start your own That's website it. where people post, like, actually make their own posts. And then you charge, yeah, like a, little a, fee, you charge a little fee. Yeah. Ooh. That's what you got to do. See? How do you do that? Yes. How do you make, like, a... You, just, uh, you can make a forum. I can make my own forum. Yeah, that could be and big. And you could just make it a paid membership, you know? Make everything The machines. deal hub. Do it, do That's it right. a, group, a group on, um, on Facebook. Facebook. Can you, but can I, can yeah, I make people monetize. pay for that? You got to yeah. monetize. Yeah, really? you, can make pe you can make people pay. Really? Oh, wow. I, I think there's a couple. Maybe know, what I'll do. has a YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Maybe what I'll do is I'll do a Patreon and I'll have a, I'll have a closed Facebook group that I'll let people into once oh, they join the Patreon. I think that go. might be a good way. Because Patreon's like, I feel like Patreon's kind of good. They deal with the tax stuff and everything. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It's been, it's been cool. I, I posted something and a guy specifically hit me up to say like oh that's a great deal and i'd love to get a deal like that i'm in you know tucson arizona and so i started looking in arizona you know i mean think about the shit we find at auctions like all over oh, the yeah. country you know so i just feel like if i can help somebody i don't know if it's if you, you know what i now that you mention that i just bid on some shit at a, um auction oh boy Stuart young sent me some stuff and i bid on a huge air compressor right it was like it was only at like $25, so I put 50 bucks in. I'm like, if I get it, I'll find the room for 50 bucks. And the other thing is, uh, <laughs> Where? In Boston? It's in Bill Wrecker. I forget what the other thing was. I'm like, they'll email me if I win it. I don't give a shit. It, was it on IRS it. auctions? I think so, yeah. Yeah, they, they that's where I got my table saw. They do a Bill Ricca, um They do a big uh, uh, woodworking auction. anything from them. Yeah, um, they're they're a really good um, they're a really good source for woodworking stuff. Oh yeah, I see the auction now. It ends in uh, two days. Yeah. Dude, I got my saw stop for nine hundred dollars through that auction. Wow. You know, and that was the big um, industrial one too, right? Yeah, six grand that saw is brand new. Wow. And I have a second one that's going to be for sale soon. If anyone's looking for a, uh, a saw stop, but you got to have three phase. That's the only problem. They're well, a little run tricky. Run off a phase converter or no? 
No, they say it won't. I mean, I'm I don't know that anyone's even had the balls to try it because like well, you know they're so sensitive. Run off a f- uh, rotary phase converter, just not like one of those little ship bot like little ones you get from Northern Tool that I. That they say it fire. won't. Yeah, they they say it won't. They say really? it, it has to get real three phase. But I mean, how, how the fuck? I thought rotary know? phase converters or that's the whole point of them is they make you know legit three phase because they're yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, I'm sure they. I don't know. know. I cool because I mean, Jimmy had his five horsepower uh, saw stop for like what two years. He's never plugged it in because he never oh. had three phase. And then he got the converter from uh, American Rotary, and they told him like, don't don't do it. So I don't know. Anyway, um, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Maybe we'll have a guest next week. I feel like we should have a guest next week. Yeah, who should we All have? Right. I don't know. What do you I think? Know, let the viewers decide who yeah. do they want. Let the viewers decide. Send us a message on the Handmade Podcast Instagram, and uh, we'll read it in four weeks. Because <laughs> no one ever yeah. goes on the yeah. Handmade Podcast Instagram. <laughs> oh, shit. I actually uh, had yeah. something I wanted to post there today. All right. Good night, guys. Thank you. If you like this show, take a look at our other shows made for makers just like you at www.makery.network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.